Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis, and I'm Marie Wallace, and we are your hosts today. Hi everybody, welcome to Braveheart Conversations. Um, today we are going to be talking about unapology. Um, I know that we talk a lot, I think in lots of different relationships, we talk about when it's appropriate to apologize, and it certainly is appropriate to apologize sometimes and make amends, but when is it not appropriate to apologize? And this has been probably more um, powerful in my life than the concept of apology has ever been. So exactly. I really want to but, talk and, about But not comfortable, right? Not at all comfortable. <laughs> So vulnerable. So vulnerable and so uncomfortable, but so necessary for that happy life that mm -hmm. we are all looking to create. Yes. Yeah. So um, for me, this really comes up when I have some self-awareness of qualities I might have. And then um, <clears throat> in the past, because I have really struggled with codependency and really prioritizing other people's needs and and their maybe desires or expectations above my own, I would kind of twist myself in a pretzel and <laughs> um, adjust myself and adapt myself to whatever their needs were. And, and I know this is true for a lot of people who identify as an empath. Mm -hmm. We kind of walk into a room and then take the temperature. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and then we modify mean? ourselves to the temperature sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And so this is what an apology really holds for me is that I no longer need to do that. I can walk into a room. I, I have that ability. I can mm -hmm. see where everybody is at, but I don't have to attach myself to that. Mm -hmm. I get to own where I'm at, whether that's my feelings. Maybe I'm really joyful and somebody else is hurting. Mm -hmm. I don't have to also be hurting or in pain or in crisis I can still hold my space and still be empathetic and hold space for them mm -hmm. in their in wherever they are yeah right and then even more you know beyond feelings I get to own who I am and I love the quote um, have for a long time um, you can be the juiciest peach but there's still gonna be somebody that doesn't like peaches yes I like that quote too it's so true because you can walk in that room now and, and gauge the room, but it's just an indicator of what's going on. Mm -hmm. not, necessary, not necessarily something I need to do anything about, but be aware of. And so it's just an indicator. It's no longer something I need to take on. Right. I think those of us that are um, either empaths or flexible I think flexible thinking sometimes gets into that pattern as well. We'll walk in there and, and want to be empathetic and feel that's a way for people to like us. Mm -hmm. I also think this is a pattern. It can be. Um, that's a codependent pattern too. Yeah, and yeah. trauma. Oh, yeah. You know, so 
Um, I just recently went through a mediation training um, and two things really popped out to me. One, I did an assessment that was like a childhood trauma assessment and I scored really high on that, which like the prediction is like, you yeah. lose 20 years of your life. Or yeah, I like, think oh, I did that you. too. I got an eight as well. It's yeah. not pretty. No. Um, so then uh, the other thing though, we took a um, communication style test. Oh, okay. And um, although I wasn't super thrilled with the assessment, I don't know how accurate it was for me. I came out as um, accommodating, which just really um, triggered me to pause and reflect um, because I do think when I've been in situations where I felt my safety was in jeopardy or, and, and not, I don't even mean physical safety. Sure. like. We know when somebody's gonna likely get pissed off about something and when we're walking on eggshells and if that becomes a long-term pattern, I think it's very easy to start coping with that by being accommodating. Yeah, well, that's true. And um, so unapology to me is the opposite of being accommodating and it takes a tremendous amount of courage. <laughs> tremendous amount of courage. And being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very uncomfortable and even scary because mm -hmm. you could lose a relationship mm -hmm. in that. And, and that's not really something that we want to do, but sometimes it's... It's kind of been a theme lately. <laughs> I, yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> or, or, am I going to choose to be myself and then release the people that don't um, align with that? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to shift myself and adapt to somebody else's needs and desires? And um, so if we, if we are practicing being truly authentic and honest mm -hmm. with each other and ourselves, like, I think there is a lot more letting go that happens. And we get to embrace mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. It's tough. This being human is complicated. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's scary, but at the same time, it's so necessary to to truly be happy in, with who we are and what we are doing. And um, we've been taught all our lives to be apologetic, right? Yes. You should apologize. You should be a, you should apologize. And and there are times that it's just not necessary. And I think that's one of those myths that we get to start. Not to say not to be apologetic when it's necessary, but to really define what that means for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important, like in conflicts, it's there's often a lot of pressure to apologize. Um, and I do think that we generally have a part, although I would say generally my part was not being honest about who I mm -hmm. was and what I wanted and um, maybe not following through with my boundaries. So the things to apologize for were more to myself mm -hmm. <laughs> than they were to the other person. But, um, you know, I can think back on conflicts where it was so valuable for me to not apologize and to stand in my truth. I can remember when someone was very opposed to me going to the gym in the mornings mm -hmm. or getting up early that, that didn't work for the other person. Mm -hmm. And, um, at one point, I would have caved and tried to figure it out another way. Mm -hmm. But for me, that felt really good. 
that felt good and it worked for me. And so it was absolutely um, me standing in my truth to say, no, this is, this is what I'm going to do. And this doesn't, um, this isn't any of your business. And I think that is super key is knowing mm -hmm. what's my business and what's not my yeah. business. That's so true. <laughs> so true. What's my business. The other part of, that you said that I was thinking of is knowing when to apologize when it's just a miscommunication. I do think that yeah. there are times we can say, I'm sorry that I didn't communicate well what my needs were because that's sometimes just the difference between men and women or uh -huh. <laughs> just they communicate differently than we do or sometimes it's just a friendship that they thought it was one thing and it's really something different so th there is an apology maybe for the miscommunication not so much for the values we were mm -hmm. holding in that moment but for maybe maybe not communicating what my actual needs were whether that was intentionally or not intentionally because sometimes we intentionally don't communicate our needs but <laughs> we hide <laughs> we hide yeah no i i really like that um you know, conflict is mm -hmm. super important and valuable. Um, and, and the perception is that we want less conflict and mm -hmm. I disagree. I do too. Um, I think that we are all often very unclear about what we want. In fact, I would say 90% of my coaching <laughs> sessions are about clarifying what the hell do you want? Mm -hmm. Because you can never communicate what you want with your partner if you don't know what you want. Well, you're jerking them around too. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's not fair for you or the other person when you have clarity. So that's like the number one thing that I get to take responsibility for mm -hmm. is clarity for what I want. Agreed. And what works for me and how I feel, all the stuff to do with me, I get to really clear about that. And then I can take the next step of being clear with my partner. But the, the cool thing is that conflict helps me in that process because conflict pushes me to get clear because mm -hmm. I may really not know what I want but then you know as soon as you start pushing my buttons and telling me you know I'll use that same example you know why do you have to get up so early in the morning well maybe I don't even realize that that's such a value until we have that conflict mm -hmm. and then I'm like oh no it actually is really important mm -hmm. to me that like I really like getting up early um, so I think conflict often gets us to really state what we want and stand in that and get clear well and as we're clear it makes those decisions of letting go a little bit easier mm -hmm. because I'm really clear on what I want it's a lot easier for me to go down the path and go yeah I gotta let that go because it's not in alignment I gotta let that go because it's not in alignment mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to make decisions when I do have that clarity make decisions without apology because I, I truly know what I want. Yes. Yeah. And I like that you brought that up too. If I don't know how to check in to see what's mm -hmm. aligned, I'm never, you know, I can't make decisions. Um, and then that is super unfair for both partners mm -hmm. because the other person is, they're confused. <laughs> they're, they have no idea. Well, it feels like a roller coaster yeah. to them. Up, down, up, down. Yeah. And so often I'll hear just generalities like, you know, he just doesn't make me happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so if you can step back and go, well, what makes what, you yeah, happy? Yeah. What do you want? Mm -hmm. And, you know, aside from the fact he can't make you happy, you need to make <laughs> you happy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I 
shared that in a conversation yesterday. <laughs> what We've the... been dating for 20 years. How come he still doesn't know what I want? I'm like, yeah. Because maybe you him. don't either. <laughs> yeah. You gotta tell him. <laughs> I know. We all want people to read our minds. We have three daughters, and all three of them said the best advice we ever gave them was tell a guy what you want. But I, I that's gen in general, you know, that's girl and boy communication. But I think it's in general any any relationship you're in, just say say what you need because we can't read minds. I think that's true. I also also think that's so scary. Because when we step into saying, this is what I need and I won't compromise, we run the risk of letting that relationship mm -hmm. go. And today I'm like, hell yeah, I don't care. Let it go. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Please go. Yeah. <laughs> because um, I... I don't want a relationship where I'm tiptoeing around and trying to... It's stressful. Yeah, that, that's not me. I want to live authentically today. Mm -hmm. I've... You know, I've learned this lesson enough years. <laughs> Thank your universe. We got the club. <laughs> We've been beaten too many times with it, so now it's time. I've got it. Thank you. Well, in addition, that also allows us to put our energy towards things that, like our project, because you and I both have lots of projects in the works, and I can spend my time using my energy towards those things that that will help me grow as a person and will help the world because we both have yeah. these world projects and it's not wasting energy on uh, miscommunication and and not to say because like you said conflict is important i'm not i'm not talking about that i'm talking continued conflict about the same thing mm -hmm. right when i am able to let it go then i can focus on the things that really do um fuel me towards mm -hmm. completing those other things that I'd like to do. Yeah, and I I like that you brought this up too because, um, and this is a little bit of a segue, but follow me here. So <laughs> trust is really important. Mm. And when I'm unapologetically me, the relationships that really matter, the trust is there that when I say no or I say yes or I say this is what I want and who I am, in a trusting relationship that's accepted even mm -hmm. though that it might cause disappointment it's still accepted mm -hmm. because that person truly wants what's best for you as well yeah and they and i think that's being compassionate and um like you said it might be painful but you if you truly are i think it's a, a sign of being an adult <laughs> Okay. It's being, did I actually cross that, <laughs> that line? You did. Well, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but to me it seems a very adult thing to be able to say, I truly want that other person to be happy, mm -hmm. even if I really want to be with them or be part of things, and it's sad for me, I truly want them to be happy because that's really what we came to the world to navigate yeah. Yeah. is how to expand and grow and be happy in this realm. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes, uh, I think we've talked about this in previous episodes too, there's a season yes. of friendships and relationships and, mm -hmm. and it's hard... You know, the fall comes and the leaves go and the tree is bare and sometimes that's just the season of things. And Sometimes, yeah. And a word that keeps coming up for me is honor. That's just mm, been so huge. That's a good word. Um, in my world lately and just that um, to me love is honoring. 
And it is that concept of even when it's an answer I don't like, mm-hmm. even when it's something that, you know, I wish weren't true. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe it is a truth that is saying I'm misaligned with you and, and you need to leave my space. Um, that's still like, that's honoring. Um, you and them. Yep. Yeah. Because you're not jerking them around and you're honoring yourself. It's honoring what is. And what mm, I realize I like is if I'm not in that space, then I'm manipulating. Mm. Well said. Because if I'm not honoring what is, then I'm attached to some outcome I want and I'm trying mm-hmm. to force it to happen. Yep. And that generally doesn't work out well for me. It's certainly not love <laughs> for me or anyone else. It certainly isn't. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, but I mean, honoring can be a happy thing too. I know. Let's move that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about that. (laughs) Because honoring could be, you know, honoring somebody else's needs in your relationship Mm -hmm. may may align well with yours, you know. Um, And you probably know a lot about this because you're in a very honoring relationship. I am, and um, I'm going to back up a little bit to where you were talking about conflicts Mm -hmm. and. A lot of people don't want to go there, but I know that's how, one, it gives us clarity, but that's how we deepen our relationship, right? We're not, we're not taking care of issues that are on the surface. We're able to just go deeper in our relationships because we have taken care of some of those things. And then we can go, oh, well, let's explore this deeper part of our relationship and, and honor what that's about as well. And mm-hmm. so I think... Um, I don't know. I just wanted to to say that conflict is really an important part of getting those deeper, more honoring relationships that you were talking about. Yes. Well, again, going back to trust, you know, mm-hmm. when we have conflict, it's so important in relationships to know if I have conflict with you that you're not going to leave me. Mm-hmm. Right? Conflict doesn't equal we're done. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's safe to disagree. Safety is so huge. And in this unapologetic realm, um, I think it's so important that we feel safe. And when we are are showing up truly authentic and people that don't run, like those are your people. Mm -hmm. Those are your people. Well, and if you don't feel safe, it, it could be an indicator of something that you need to look at. Mm-hmm. Why, why do I not feel safe in this relationship? Well, it, I know for me, like if I'm feeling like I have to mold myself mm-hmm. or adapt myself so that the other person will like me or it's accept me. back to your me, manipulation. <laughs> yeah, and in a different way. Sure. You know, um, but yeah, it is, it's manipulating the situation so that I don't get rejected or so mm-hmm. that I... I'm accepted, but I'm really not accepted for me. I'm accepted for whatever I'm doing to twist myself into what you want. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Haven't we all? <laughs> I know. It's part of the human experience. I just want to be light. I, it, I teach, I have taught school in the past, and, um, and that's what you see on the playground all the time is that people looking to mold themselves to be part of a group or to be, you know, accepted. And so it, it goes, it's a basic ground level need. Mm-hmm. If you see it in kids, it's, it's probably 
something that it, you'll see in adults as well. Most well, likely. it is, it's such a need for us to have connection. And mm -hmm. so I think it's hardwired into us to, hardwired. you know, do whatever we need to, to find connection. Um, I think it just becomes an unhealthy coping skill to adapt ourselves to find that connection because we're not trusting that the universe is going to bring the right people into our lives if we are truly just ourselves. Like, you can still have connection, even just being fully you. Like you said, we aren't chained to that chair. There's other experiences out yes. there. Yeah, you're, you're never held hostage. You can always choose different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're in a relationship that's not serving you, you can certainly leave and you will find love. Like you it's will. It's always there. It's always and you're, there. And, and fortunately, you're not on an island. So there no. are people. <laughs> no. <laughs> I read a quote the other day that really made me laugh. This is totally going to be an off-topic segue. But um, <laughs> it said, yes, there are plenty of fish in the sea. But you know what else is in the sea? Trash. There's lots of trash. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> laugh so hard. <laughs> Not that people are trash. Um, but um, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. That is awesome. That's so true. Now I'll never forget that. It's like, what else is in the scene? Trash. <laughs> but that does kind of bring a humorous point that, like, um, when you do let go of people, you do need to be careful. You know, we've probably all heard the universe abhors a vacuum. So if you have empty space in your life, it will get filled. You know, we've all had that, you know, desk that we just cleared mm -hmm. off and somehow it just starts attracting all this clutter, right? Cause... Never happened to me. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, when we clear space, there are automatically things that try to fill it. Mm -hmm. And um, not that... <laughs> there's like bad people like trash out no. there but I mean there can certainly be people that are um, not a match for you or mm -hmm. are not going to build you up and not be encouraging or accepting of you as you are mm -hmm. like we're talking about today but um, you know so it's important what you do choose to fill your space with when you have it's very painful to let go so mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very painful to clear that space so unless you want to do that all over again <laughs> you may want to be more conscious with the people that you choose to um, fill that space or you know uh, paint that canvas mm -hmm. with. and we do have a limited amount of time and energy I mean we're only afforded so much so it is important to have the people in our space that do bring us joy and fulfillment mm -hmm. that are honoring and aligned and yeah so sometimes we have to be unapologetic yeah yeah um <clears throat> i'd love to hear more from our listeners too about situations where they are confused about um apology so you know if you are one of those listeners that 
um, has struggled to know, you know, where do I compromise? Because I hear mm-hmm. that a lot. Where do I compromise? Aren't relationships supposed to be compromising? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, it is. But that really delves into this territory of apology and how much am I molding myself to this relationship? And I think those answers, And clarity. Yes, yes. Clarity is super important. Knowing what's important to you, knowing what your values are. Um, is very important, but it gets tricky. It really does. Um, when do I compromise? When do I stand mm-hmm. my ground? When do I um, stand in my truth? And I'd love to hear some of your real life scenarios that um, that you're in this predicament because I know it comes up for everybody. It does. And whatever situation that you're in, you can guarantee others are feeling the same way. So please let us know. Because it's always nice to have a real life scenario to to look at mm-hmm. and and see because then we can we can line it up and see it for what it is and and dissect it and figure out the problem a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I also just want to say, you know, unapology for me was a a process. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that just happened overnight. It was something that. It was like a muscle I had to build, mm-hmm. you know, because it takes so much courage to, um, you know, when all these different scenarios come up, um, that that you really are able to say, no, this actually mm-hmm. is really important to me, and I'm, I'm not really willing to budge on this. Um, realizing that, as we've talked before, um, relationships are here to build us up. You know, the whole mm-hmm. purpose of a relationship is to help us be better individuals mm-hmm. and more supported in the ways that we're here to impact the world. Mm-hmm. And so when they start to become a hindrance, it's really important to look at why. Um, and I believe all these little compromises and areas where we have apologized for who we are and we've adapted ourselves to somebody else's needs and wants, we start to diminish our shine and what we're mm-hmm. here to do and that relationship then starts to become a detriment instead mm-hmm. of an asset to who we are in the world and how we impact the world um so i just i want that to be clear um to our listeners that if you're in this space and you know for a long time i know i felt some shame Me around too. not you know i knew i wanted to speak my truth i wanted to stand in that place and i just wasn't there yet and it was baby steps for me <clears throat> so you know i want i want you to know that no matter where you're at in a relationship you don't have to be at the point where you're like okay i'm ready to go i'm ready to leave mm-hmm. um, i'm ready to stand my ground you know that is that's a process so, yeah, it's not an all or nothing yeah. kind of situation. So start small. Uh-huh. And and also, we will make missteps. And I think that's important to talk about, too. So many. Is as you're walking along, you'll go, gosh, I should have. And you beat yourself up along the way about the should haves. And, and just be kind and compassionate to yourself on this journey because you are learning and you are growing and you will misstep. And, and I can tell you this from experience, too, when you are unapologetic, You'll be unapologetic for a really long time, and then there will come up some little situations totally. that will <laughs> trigger you, and you'll go, well, I thought I was over that. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not, so I get to experience it again. 
Um, and so just know that that happens as well is that you can have a lifetime of, of being unapologetic and still have situations that trigger you and you found yourself either trying to manipulate the situation or not letting it go for some attachment needy reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and it's okay. So just having compassion with ourselves along that journey to know that it's a lifetime mm-hmm. gift. <laughs> just, it even is. though it doesn't feel like a gift at the moment, it, it is a gift. Well, and for me, when I can frame that, you know, <laughs> the frustrations of relearning lessons and mistakes, <laughs> it's like, I'm here to learn. Mm-hmm. Life is my playground. I'm mm-hmm. here to learn. And um, so all of it is yes. Mm-hmm. All of it is okay. None of it is a mistake. Um, no. You know, all of those moments where I've said something that I go back and I go, what was I thinking? You know, I get to look at that with compassion and realize that that brought me to my next learning Mm -hmm. lesson and gave me some sort of clarity um, or Mm self-awareness. So it's all useful. And more happiness. I mean, because it does, in the end, even though it was conflict at the time, it does bring you on that path of happiness too. Mm -hmm. Because you're not, you're being more authentic. And I think when we feel in alignment, that's where the happiness comes from. And the more authentic we can be, the more in alignment we are. And then we're like, oh, you're doing life with ease. Yes. So we're enjoying those rides. Yes. (laughs) Life is a playground. Yes. And we can enjoy all of it. Even, Even the emotions, and this is what, you know, I hear from a lot of people is we don't want to feel the anxiety no. or the sadness or the loss or whatever. And, um, those things are to be embraced too. It's all part of our human experience. It's all part of being alive and being here. And it's, it's all, <clears throat> it's all a privilege. It is. Well, and think about the roller coaster metaphor, right? The anticipation and the fright and the scariness <laughs> as you're going up to the top and you look down and it's so high and it's got the loop-de-loop and it's really <laughs> scary. And then you finish the ride and you're going, okay, let's do that again. No, <laughs> not always, but you know, it is. It, life is like that. <laughs> yeah, so true. Yes, we never know what's going to happen next and there's there's a lot of joy in that. If we knew everything was just going to be happy and rainbows and kittens, it might not be as interesting. Rats and unicorns and magic. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what a lovely conversation. Yeah, this we've was had. great. Um, so again, to any of our listeners, if you are having any trouble with understanding where do I compromise or when do I stand in my truth and just be mm-hmm. unapologetic for who I am and what my needs are, um, please reach out to us. You can um, you can reach me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie at Marie at mariesgold.com and we'd love to hear from you this is our jam being able to talk with people and learn more so as you bring us your questions and concerns we explore that for ourselves as well and it really everyone benefits from it so please let us know any questions or concerns you have yeah thank you so much for listening this week and we look forward to touching back with you next week on thursday you can find us every day or every day (laughs) once a week on thursdays um and just look for braveheart conversations thank you guys so much for listening today bye-bye bye-bye